morning, everybody. How do you do? Welcome to the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at whkradio.com. We are broadcasting this morning from the Westside Irish American Club in Olmstead Township. Welcome. If you haven't been to the club, here's a great day to get to it right now. Our program is brought to you by Chambers Funeral Homes, Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant in Valley City, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, PJ McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Vince's Barbershop at 18324 Lakeshore Boulevard, and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of these good folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHK. Stay with us now. We've got lots of guests here. We're going to have a lot of fun here for the next two hours. Don't go away. In fact, why don't you head here to the Westside Club at 8559 Jennings Road in Olmstead Township. Welcome. Come on in. Oh, your, uh, our signature ran out on me there. Normally it doesn't do that. Played too long. So welcome everybody and for everybody that's with us here today. Uh, the the uh, events don't really start till about 12 o'clock. So we have a few people stopped in to visit with us this morning. And we're going to, have a lot of, we're going to talk to everybody we can here this morning. In the meantime, what I'd like to do first, though, is just to give a few announcements. Uh, I got some birthdays. I got happy birthday coming up to Brady McHugh and uh, her late sister, Bernie. They were twins. Bernie passed away a few years ago, but it's Brady's birthday today. I want to say a happy birthday to Jack Coyne. Uh, he's 92 years old, a couple of days ago. And uh, I want to remind everybody uh, also, also, I want to say a happy birthday to Sean Lackey, our sponsor at Gandalf's Pub. His mom and dad are here. They're, John is the honoree of the West Side Club. We're going to be talking to all the honorees. And um, also, I want to remind everybody, there's a great comedy act coming up on the east side a little later on in April. And it is called the, uh, the Celtic Comedy Club. And it's going to take place April 22nd. I'm going to talk about more, more, more about that next week, and we're going to be giving away some tickets on the radio. Also, um, well, I think what I'll do now is we've got a great band here behind us. All right, by the way, on my left here is Eddie Fitzpatrick. He's been with me for, Good morning, a, Jerry. for 100 years or so. <laughs> J.C. Sullivan also. Good morning, Quinn. Yeah, crank, can you crank that mic up a bit? Well, anyways, I have a birthday here. Uh, Kelly Fitzpatrick. Okay. It's her birthday, too. Okay, that's great. Uh, you couldn't hear me, but uh, hello, Quinn. How you doing? Good, good. Good, good. I've got a quick shout-out to a new listener, Ron Abraham, Abraham's son. So, hello, Ron. Welcome to the show. Uh, Tim Vaughn, our big boss, he's here this morning, so we've got to do everything right. I see Colleen approaching from way back in the hall. She's right on time, as always. <laughs> there you are, Colleen. Her pay has been docked. Thanks for, thanks for stopping in. Great to see you. Uh, so um, I have a great band here behind me. And last year, we had uh, just two of them performed here. But now we got the whole ba band with us. Uh, we're not allowed to say the real name of the band, but we call them Shields and Mikhail. But they are actually, no, they're actually known on the West Side as the Pompous Asses. 
So <laughs> that's, that's the name of the band, but John O'Brien doesn't like that used in this hall, so we're going to call him Shields and Mikhail. We're going to get them to play some music right now. I don't really know what they're going to play. Usually I hit a button on the computer and I know what's going to be played. I really don't know what's coming up now, but we're going to be talking to as many people as we possibly can here today so stay with us don't go away if you're out there in radio land somewhere no matter where you are and i want to say greetings now to all the people in ackle island i know we have a lot of people in ackle island in galway Bellina, in county mayo and uh, across uh, of course different parts of the world we have listeners in germany france uh, and you better my, not forget Westport. And my and my sister Maura over in the south of England, she's listening also. So Terry and Mike, hit it. Yes, sir. Oh, it's a I know most of you remember that probably many years ago at Public Hall when the Clancy Brothers came to Cleveland. Remember that? I think it was back in the 60s. We're telling our age if we remember it now. Who was there? I was. <laughs> <laughs> JC, you're getting old. Thank God I'm not. 
Anyway, listen, uh, JC, your job here today now is to make sure we get all of our guests. The honorees from the West Side Club, very important because we are at the West Side Club, as, as a lot of people out there should know by now. West Side Club, address 8559 Jennings Road in Olmstead Township. Very easy to get to. Hope we have a good crowd. John O'Brien and Dan Chambers and Kevin McDonough have told me that the weekend has been a huge success so far. And it will, again, of course, be today. It's going to be a huge day here at the West Side Club. I see da Danny Chambers. Uh, as, the, as we um, round up all of our guests, I think I'm going to have to get the band to play another song. Yep. It's a great thing to have the live music, isn't it? Huh? We're we going to work them to death today. <laughs> all right. Why do you, why can you guys do another one, Kevin? Terry? When you meet everybody. Going to do a movie review on, on the Quiet Girl, we went yeah, to see. Yeah, we did. We went. Uh, Eddie and I and a few more went to see the Quiet Girl at Cedar Lee Theater this past week. It was a, it's a really a good movie. It, it gets you thinking. And then of course I went to another movie last night called The Ascension of Mary Mulligan. Great, written by a local playwright named Christopher Johnson. So we're going to talk about those a little later on. If we can get it in, Eddie, we, we can always talk about that yeah. next week, though, because we have more time next week. Today, I want to cover as much as I can here from the West Side Club and everything that's going on here. Colleen, how are you? I'm great, Jerry. How are you doing this morning? Did you get the, did you get the video working? I've got the video working on the Jerry Quinn radio show. The Jerry Quinn, your Facebook, I don't know what's going on, Mr. Quinn. Yeah, so I think you hit a button there. They shut me off. <laughs> yeah. They cut you off there. No, but a great show. Great to be at the GOAT. My goodness, the pictures throughout the weekend. Uh, Danny Chambers, John O'Brien Jr., and all Westside IA. Congratulations. What mm. a weekend. Heard uh, starting out Thursday night, my brother Patrick was out here and lots of people for the uh, uh, various talks. And they had a film out here as well. So the, great the, things, the wake, great food. The waking of Ned Devine, That's right. Yes. A fun love, one. Love that fun movie, one. don't you? Yes, I do. That's great. That's I great. do. Yes. So anyway, the band is uh, ready to go again. By the way, these guys have a wonderful show. That they did. I saw it here a few months ago, here at the West Side Club a few months ago. Uh, Almost the horizon. They wrote the music, the, the songs, everything. If you get a chance to see it, we'll hope to be able to bring it to the East Side Irish American Club in the not-too-distant future. We we'll hope that Patrick Pierce will sponsor it there. So it's, it's a great show if you get a chance to see it. But this, they have a six-piece band. I think that they're all here except one. Is that right, Terry? Yeah, we only, we only have five this weekend, but four of us are here right now. Yeah, it's a great band. All right, what are you going to do? Van Diemen's Land. Okay. Oh, 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 oh
Thanks, guys. Great job. I'm, um, I'm here with John Lackey. I always want to say Sean Lackey because he has a famous son named Sean Lackey. And where's, where's Mother Lackey? She's here somewhere. There she is over in the corner. Have you got the video going, JC? Yeah. John Lackey, I've known you for, it seems like, about 100 years. But we're, we're, not, we're not that old, John. There you go. But anyway, a great honor, Westside Irish American Club, Man of the Year. That's great, isn't it? Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. I'm, I'm uh, really, uh, I'm honored and I'm humbled uh, because I've seen a great number of people uh, that had this honor and uh, they deserve it. I'm not quite sure if I deserve it, but it is what it is. So, uh, first of all, I want to say one thing and that is congratulate Jerry Quinn on almost, what, 40 years of bringing music and joy to the to the Irish people and all people in the city of Cleveland. Let's give Jerry a big hand, please. But John, you and I, I think we came to America about the same time. We're both immigrants. You came from County Cavan. I came from County Mayo. That's a lot of the people here. Did you ever feel kind of funny among all those Mayo people? How did, how did you never, handle it? Never. And how did you handle it? Never, never. Um, I keep <coughs> thinking about, <coughs> excuse me, we're, um, we had the fife and drum band and uh, I was um, part of that and uh, on one side was, was Tom Byrne from County Sligo and on the other side was uh, uh, Tom McCaffrey from County Leitrim. So, um, I mean, they were great musicians, they were like professional musicians and it made me feel, <laughs> made me feel safe to be with them. Really, of course. Yes, I guess. So the, the male people are very acceptable anyway. In fact, I married a Kerry woman myself, so I was really going way out of the loop when I did that. And Nellie Stack. Yes, well, I'm, I'm honored, too, that uh, I married a Claire woman, uh, Eileen O'Neill Lackey. So um, it's 56-plus uh, years we've been together. And, I hope it continues for a long time. John, I'm so delighted I've known you all these, all those years. And you've been a wonderful, wonderful staple of the Irish-American community, and especially the West Side Irish-American Club. No matter when anybody came to this club for the past, as long as I've been coming here for over 50 years, 60 years, you've been here, and you're always here. And I think it is high time to meet your man of the year. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Thank you. I feel honored, like I said, and, and humbled, like I said. Uh, I've been great people gone before me, and uh, I, I accept that honor, believe me. I, I appreciate it. I really do. I want to tell you, John, people, uh, clubs like this, which is very successful, will never survive if we do not have people like John Lackey to take an interest and work in it as hard as you have all through those years. You're a wonderful man and you're a credit to not only the West Side Club, but to County Cavan, where you came from. Thanks, Jerry. There was one thing, <coughs> one thing that I, I do want to mention. I think we had a, a conversation at uh, Chambers uh, Funeral Home one evening and- uh, Now you're making me nervous. Sorry, sorry, no, <laughs> sorry. We talked about our moms and I think your mom passed away when you were young. Mine passed away when I was four years old, so um, it's, it's been a struggle. I think it's been a struggle for all families to lose their uh, part of their parents type of thing. So we're here. We made it. And thank God we'll keep on going. Thanks, John.
Thank you. It's great. Let me go over here now. I want to go over here to the Queen. And I really I particularly like this lady because she's got Quinn in her name, don't you? Aren't you there's a Quinn? I am, yes. Yes? Where's the Quinn come in? I am Your mom is a Quinn. Your mom's a Quinn. My My mom is a Quinn, yes. <laughs> She married an Egan. She married an Egan, huh? She did marry an Egan. And, uh, that's uh, an Egan is a male name, but your mom is a Kerry woman. Yeah. So my mom's parents both come from Cavan, but my dad's parents, my nana here, is from Kerry, and my papa was from Mayo. Oh, I know. Your my uh, your grandmother, Kathleen, is my wife's favorite person because she's from Kerry. I'm not surprised she's a lot of people's favorite person. Yes, that's, that's right. Hey, how did you feel about, what did you, how did you feel when they told you you were the queen of the IA? Um, I was very excited. I was a little shocked. I didn't really expect it. Um, but I'm glad that I have been given this opportunity, and I'm really grateful for everyone who has given me this opportunity. So. How do you feel wearing that crown? I feel really nice wearing it. I really like it. It gives you, gives you power, though, doesn't it? It does. And I just think it looks really nice. Yeah, the, you know, you can imagine what the Queen, the queen of England, or the King of England, now feels like. Yeah, what is the West Side IA? You grew up in it, didn't you? I did. I have spent many a years here at the IA. I grew up going through the marching units. And so I danced, I marched with like the little Bridgies, the pom pom squad, the pom pom squad. Um, and I worked all my, like my way up through there. And now that I'm not like marching in the parade with them, I currently spend my Tuesdays, Mondays and Tuesdays when I'm not at school, I'll spend it here cleaning with my grandmother. Great. Where do you go to school? I go to school in Duquesne in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I used to drink their beer years ago. <laughs> Do you, you ever drink Duquesne Light? So I am not legal. I noticed you didn't answer that. Yeah. I cannot actively drink. I'm not currently 21. Oh, do they have that beer still? I don't know. That's the good answer. Yeah. You're smart. You're going to go places in life, I can tell. I would like to. You will. You will. That's great. I want to say a quick hello to your mom here, Eileen. Eileen, how are you? Fine, thanks, Jerry. How are great, you? Great. I can stand. Oh, my God, you raised a wonderful daughter. Oh, thank you very much. She's, she's lovely. And, and as I said, very smart. Oh, she is good. She's you, smart. Sitting, you sitting behind her, she would never admit to drinking any of that cane. <laughs> you know, she doesn't. I don't know anything about any drinking of, from Catherine. That's None. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Eileen. Thanks for all, for all you do and everything you do at the West Side IA. We're not going to talk. We're going to go back to the music again for a minute. And as I go by here, I want to say hello to these wonderful people. I've known them forever. Maureen, she comes from my home county of Mayo. Her name is uh, Maureen. Rice it is now, but it was Gillen. That's what I was trying to think of your maiden name. I didn't want to leave Bill out of it. <laughs> again, I... I'm sure I'm speaking for everybody at the IA when I said thank you for all the work you do in this wonderful organization. Oh, my God. He does a lot. Yeah, he does. Well, well both of you do. We do. Yes. Bill, how are you? Well, I'm fine. How are you today? 
Are you retired from designing websites? This guy designed the website when the first people went on the moon. Do you know that? <laughs> no, I did work for NASA, but I, I didn't design their websites. <laughs> I was, uh, believe it or not, a rocket scientist. Yeah, but you spent uh, you spend a lot of time here at the West Side AAA, and I know I talk to John O'Brien and Danny Chambers frequently, and Kevin McDonough. And they all t they, uh, the names come up all the time in the conversations, and uh, there's such an incredible crew here at the West Side IA that keeps it keeps it what it is. It's a beautiful place. It's yeah, yeah. I um, when I retired from NASA, I came here the following week and started peeling potatoes. <laughs> That's a good. My mother gave me that job when I was four years old. Well, you, you, have, you, you have some of that modern technology. You have a potato peeler. I had just a, a blunt old knife. Well. <laughs> you know what it's like, right? Okay. Uh, we're going to go back to the music for a minute, and then I'm going to come back and talk some more to a lot. I got want to talk to Kay Huff, Kevin McDonough, and all the other honorees, and Bridget Conway. They're all here, and the table... There's a table over here I'm going to want to talk to, but uh, back to the music. Guys, would you do it again? We're giving the guy at the station a break today. Kyle is getting a break. <laughs> you weren't expecting this, were you? We're up to it.
I'm sure you remember that one also. It goes back to the old Clancy Brothers a good many years ago. I want to uh, address all the men in the audience and the women too, of course, but the, um, the commercial is about the barbershop. Vince's Barbershop, it's located at 18324 Lakeshore Boulevard in Cleveland. I get my hair cut there all the time. And uh, Vince is a wonderful person. Like a lot of us, he emigrated to this country, except he came from Lithuania. He's got great stories about leaving in the middle of the night. I didn't have to do that, uh, fortunately. But his phone number is 216-481-5981. And say that you heard it here on the Irish radio program. You know what, Joyce Buick, if you want to buy a car, a used car, a new car, new, a used car, or a used truck, you got to get to Joyce Buick GMC. They're one of the largest selections in Ohio of new Encores, Encore GX, Envision, and Enclaves. The selection of GMC terrains, Acadia, Sierras, and Yukons, very impressive. Whether you are considering a new or a used vehicle, Joyce pledges to offer the best in pricing and service. They offer great leases and 0% financing. They have hundreds of vehicles in stock. Mike and Sean Joyce, they are on the premises every day. Visit the used car department for great used car and truck selections. Visit them online at drivejoyce.com. Call them, 440-934-6600, or visit them at their location, 38039 Chester Road, right of I-90 in Avon, Ohio. You know, Chambers Funeral Home has been a sponsor. This program was my first sponsor. Uh, almost 40 years ago. And for generations, Chambers Funeral Home has been a part of the great history of Northeast Ohio, providing meaningful funeral services what Chambers strives to provide. Pre-planning your future funeral arrangement is a wise and sensible choice in estate planning, and Chambers can help assist you and your family. From traditional burial services to cremation services, the funeral directors at Chambers are skilled and assistant families of all faiths and financial abilities. Please call Chambers Funeral Home 2516566 or visit them at chambersfuneral.com and they would be honored to discuss all of the many options available to you and your family as we commemorate a life well lived. Chambers Funeral Homes are proud to be family owned and operated and helping greater Cleveland families since 1933. We're going to go back to the station now for just a minute while, uh, while Kyle tells us about Golf Tech. Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech, proven path to proven results. When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 
808-508-5500 or visit us online at O'NeillHC.com. Sean and Michelle Lackey, they own a wonderful pub in Valley City, Ohio. You just heard me talk with, Sean, with Sean's mom and dad. Um, but I love their pub in Valley City. If you get a chance this St. Patrick's season, get there. You'll love the place. Here's this message from Gandalf's. The best European-style pub is nearby at Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's Pub one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Route 303 in Valley City. We have with us the Vice President of the Irish American Club. His name is Danny Chambers. I think you are the Vice President, I Danny. am, Jerry. Good morning. How thank you for you? being here. Great, great to be here, Danny. Thank you for inviting us back. We always loved this thing. Last year, you started off with the greatest of all time. You guys and Dan and uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> right. The We tried to come up with something different uh, to try to uh, get enthusiasm back. Uh, we retired the, the Clatterball, you know, years ago. Yep. Father Flynn, God rest his soul, had the the uh, the, cl the clatterball, uh, and then uh, we had the clatterball. He had, he had the, the emerald the, ball. The emerald, ball yes. emerald ball. So that was retired, and we picked that up for about a 12-year run, and we decided to go in a different direction to make it. Uh, and the idea of a festival week on all Cleveland, all Cleveland Irish entertainment, free family uh, fun, and so far the second year we've had a tremendous response and. We're very pleased so far. Uh, tremendous, once again, volunteerism is the fuel that keeps it all going. And uh, starting Thursday night, we tried something different with the cultural aspect of uh, our, our, our um, being Irish. Uh, John O'Brien Jr. and John Myers spoke, a very interesting talk. And then we had some fun with the, the movie Ned Divine. Uh, Friday, uh, the fish fry kicked up again. Uh, they had over 750 here Friday night, so a huge crowd. And I see Kevin McDonough and you know his crew was the one that started this, uh, the fish fry, and once again, volunteers uh, paved the way. Uh, but Brennan's did a great job Friday night. We had a big crowd, a huge crowd last night, and we're hoping to finish off again tonight. And we're so happy that you guys uh, took the time to be with us, Jerry. Very good. I know I want to talk for a minute about the Irish tenors that are coming to town. I don't know if you knew that. They're coming the 24th of March. They're going to be in the Connor, Connor Palace. I have Tim Vaughn from our station. He's here. Tim, where are you? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, going, thank he's, you. he's heading up here. But anyway, if you'd like to go to see the Irish tenors, and I'm going to see, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this a song by the Irish tenors. When we finish talking about them now, we're going to go back to the station to Kyle. I know he's listening. You got your headphones on, Kyle. We're going to be finding that song, Lift, uh, Lift the Wings. Tim, how are we doing? Great to, great to have you with us, boss. I've got to follow the uh, shorter guys in the, in the future here. Yeah, right, I'll Mr. pull Chambers. the microphone down whenever you need it. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm good, Jerry. Thank you. Pull that microphone down. Tim, this is... Oh, 
So they, there you are. That's what you're going to hear if you get to the Palace Theatre on the 24th of, of uh, March. Uh, the Irish tenors are going to be performing there. For tickets, you can call 216-241-6000. And um, Ronan Tynan, who you've seen many times at the Irish Cultural Festival here in Cleveland. He's one of the, one of the tenors. Also, Anthony Kearns, who I've met several times, I've met several of those guys, and Declan Kelly. Two out of the three come from County Wexford, and Ronan Tynan is from just outside Dublin. So, uh, Tim Vaughan slipped away on me. I tried to get him to talk, and uh, he doesn't. He, d he says he just likes being the boss of the radio station and doesn't like to be talking on the air too much. Anyway, I think um, I, think I should uh, talk to let me see. Uh, who's up next, Kali? All right. So we're good, Jerry. I'd like you to walk around and talk to a couple more of the honorees. Okay, I'm going to go so over here to Bridgie Conway. Yes, I want to talk to Bridgie and Kay Huff. And listen, you know who we're with us this morning? She's been on my program. I'm not going to talk to her right now. Is Ashley Hersock. She's a great writer. She wrote that wonderful book about the Titanic. And then she wrote a book about the Irish in Cleveland, which raise some eyebrows have all around this town. She talked about some of her relatives. We're going to do that in a few minutes, Ashley. So right now, though, I'm going over here to say hello to Bridgie Conway. She is the Irish Mother of the Year. Bridgie, welcome back. Thank you so much. Listen, I got a lot, a lot of compliments on your singing. <laughs> last, last week on the radio, the Ballycroy song that your dad wrote? Yes, I was getting called every day, all day long, and I said it was just wonderful. You, you're, is it, there's a rumor that you're going to replace Celine Dion in Las Vegas. <laughs> I told my grandson I'm going to go on the American Idol. That's it. <laughs> I said I'm going to. Would you sing the Bally, would you sing the Ballycroy song? Oh, oh, I w I'm if, you were on, if you were on American Idol. Oh, but I'd sing every song I told. <laughs> How many verses? About five or six verses. Oh, okay. <laughs> you wouldn't sing the whole 20? I wouldn't. Oh, Lord, Lord, no, I wouldn't. But um, my grandson, he's a great singer, and I tell him I'm going to go on the American Idol with him. And he just laughs about me, but he, he doesn't make me feel bad about it. It does not discourage you one bit. To go with you, he said, "He's Colleen's son." Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 
they love everything and they love to go everywhere. But He's an Italian? He's an Italian. My and he sings opera? His cousin is too. So I'm bringing him to the American Idol, but he doesn't say much anymore about it. Well, you're the Irish Mother of the Year. That's far more important than being on American Idol, isn't it? And we're going to see you, see you in the parade. I'm so thankful. Yes, yeah, so for everything. And I, J Mickey Coyne put out the red carpet for us all last night. He had a big party on the east side. And I arrived there with my son and his wife and my grandson. Nobody ever saw them while I was there. They were all around me. <laughs> it, was, it was. Did you steal the show again? So much fun. I did. And everybody was coming talking to me. And Frank was just sitting and my grandson saying not one word and my daughter-in-law. They just didn't. You said that your son Frank is just like your husband Manus was. Manus used to get mad at you when you called the radio program on a Sunday morning. Every, mor every Sunday morning, he said, why are you calling Jerry Quinn? You should get my breakfast. <laughs> and I said, I had to get out the encyclopedia then, because I had to have it ready, because you were giving out trivia questions. Trivia questions. Too funny. It was too funny. I always, I always told him in the morning, we got to get on the radio show. <laughs> Bridget, you know what I would love? I wish your mom and dad could see you today or be here in Cleveland when you're getting this honor. They were all calling me from Ireland, too, yeah. They all called me, yeah. Thank you, Bridget. Thanks for everything. I'm going to go here and say hello to Kay Huff. Kay, great to see you again, and congratulations on being the woman of the year. Thanks, Jerry. This is an honor, a very good honor. Well, it's well-deserved. Just like all of the honorees here today. They, uh, all these honorees are well, well, well deserved. Yeah. They certainly are. Now I must, um, a lot of people don't know this here, but you and my cousin Rita Quinn were friends for many years. She passed away years ago, and she'd always say to me when I came to the West Side, I, did you see my friend Kay Lynch? She used to call it. That's your maiden name. It was indeed, yeah. She loved you. She thought you were the she most wonderful the, person. She was the best. Rita was the best. So what's the plans now for you for St. Patrick's Day? Well, St. Coleman's in the parade, you know. Very great honor. You'll be here. I'll be here, yeah. yeah. Be here. We'll be here tonight, tonight, you know, for the rest of the celebration. And... Um, and then St. Coleman's, uh, oh no, tomorrow I think we're at the Eastside IA. That's right, the meeting. Seven o'clock tomorrow night, 7.30. We'll see you there. Looking, looking forward to it, Kay, and congratulations then. I gotta talk with you about a minute here to Kevin McDonough. Kevin and I, and I we, um, we've, talk, we've talked a lot through the years. He was great friends with the Sean Moore band and um, we, uh, we both thought an awful lot about Sean Moore, but your activities here at the Westside Irish American Club have become legendary. You're, the, you're a cook, <laughs> a bottle washer, a cup washer, you do it all. But we do get the opportunity to do it all, that's for sure. And you learned, you learned the cooking trade as the jailer of Cuyahoga County. Well, yeah, I did spend some time there as well. That's right. I mean, it's uh, not in the jail now. You're working. You know, none of my friends were surprised that I went to jail every day. They were surprised I got out every day. 
You weren't a resident there. No, I did not stay overnight. Thank goodness. Yeah, you used to, you you were there when um, when we used to call it the McFall Hilton. That's right. That's right. In fact, the sheriff uh, accused me of keeping it too full because the food was so good. <laughs> That's right. And you brought that talent to the West Side Irish American Club. That's why you had 700 dinners here last night. They all thought that you were cooking. <laughs> well, Sean Brennan and I congratulate him. They did a great job, and they've taken over. I mean, it uh, takes a big crew and a kind of talented crew to do something like that as well as they did, as we had. As Bill Rice told you before, too, um, we had potato peelers in the morning. We had people here all day and some cleaning up at night. We'd have 35 or 40 volunteers here on Fridays back in the day when uh, we did the fish run. It's the one thing that keeps organizations like this going, though, is volunteerism. It is. Now, the cooking I do, I, I do, I, you know, I work for my brother, but I don't do it on Tuesday, I tell him, because uh, Tuesday's the volunteer day out here. And, you know, John O'Brien used to give my half a bologna sandwich for a while, and that was it, until I retired and so from the jail. Now I come out and I cook them a decent lunch every Tuesday, so they at least get a nice meal. And uh, they're appreciative, but uh, we certainly are appreciative. So instead, instead of John's half a bologna sandwich, you now get a full bologna sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> and chips with it, too. Chips. <laughs> That's great. We're going to go back to the music for just a minute. And then I, I want to talk, I'm going to talk to Ashley. I know she's, oh, i got to say hello to Pat Malloy here. Pat, how are you? It's a pleasure to meet you, finally. Hey, I, I listened to you I for have, years. I haven't met you before, Pat, have I? No. No, you haven't. You have such a rapport with the people around here and uh, longevity, known them for years and years. I'm a newcomer in the circle here, and I hope that 20 years from now, I'll be saying all these people, oh, I met you 20 years ago in that. Well, Pat, you have the right name for sure. <laughs> I know, I know. Do, do people ever confuse you with the other Malloy family, Pat, the other uh, Pat? They ask me about it, and I said, no, no, I'm not related. You're, best relation I have my my uncle was John Malloy he was a mounted uh, policeman in Cleveland oh yeah 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 and his son-in-law when he started restaurants John Malloy he was the picture and the guy in the horse and that oh. one of the things this asked about the Malloys is how do you spell your name some is M-U some is M-O some is M-A which one are you oh, I'm the M-A-L-L-O-Y because A comes first okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Helen Malloy, right? Yes. Hel Helen spells hers, I think, with an A also. I, she, I, she does. Yeah. And uh, Steve Malloy, God rest his soul, he used to always call, play by, was it MU? He's the MU. We have another uh, Pat Malloy here, volunteer in that. He's an MU. Mm -hmm. We're both Pat Malloy, but we look alike, too. You do. You do. You do. We're both yeah. short. You're, you're <laughs> I, I, Irish royalty. Yes. Is it, is, are your family originally from Ackle? You know, I don't know about my family history that much. My family didn't talk that much about it and that when we were growing up. I have no recollection of it. Are you sure they weren't in that Mike Shields novel? That uh, Did your family write with Jesse James? That could be why they don't talk about it. <laughs> Mike Shields, Mike Shields' family did it. That's a great story. Did you, ever, did you, ever, did you hear, see them when they were here a few months ago? Oh, yes, I did. I did. Great I show. enjoy him. Great. Great show. Pat, congratulations. You're a wonderful person. You've done a great job at the West Side. I, John O'Brien has talked, wonder, said wonderful things about you. So has Danny Chambers and all the, the group here. Thank you for all you do for the West Side IA. It's not just me. It's everybody that's involved. It takes a lot to run the building here, and we all treat it like a second home or even a first home. We take care of the place.
Where, uh, where are the bunks in the back? Are they no. back in the barn? <laughs> no, we don't get bunks. We just get a couple of chairs to spread out. Right? Thanks, Matt. I'm going, back to, I'm going to go back to the studio for a minute, and then we're going to talk. What time is it? Oh, we're moving on. So we're um, Kyle back in the station. I want him to. Uh, I want him to play the Rambles of Kitty coming up, and then we're going. To, where's Al O'Leary? Al is going to play on the play the accordion. He's waiting for his harpist to arrive. We're going to talk to him, and he's going to play us a few tunes. Right? Okay. Is Kyle is Kyle working back at the station? Here's his here's John McSherry.
But we're back on. We're at the Irish American, Westside Irish American Club in Olmstead Township. The address is 8559 uh, Jennings Road in Olmstead Township. Beautiful place, 26 acres. If you've never been here, I encourage you to come and visit. Actually, you can join the club. There's uh, almost 4,000 members in this club. They have a lot of activities going on all through the year. They're not just a St. Patrick's Day club. They're here year round. So make sure you join her. With me this morning is one of my favorite authors. She wrote a book called Lake Erie Monsters. And it's really, it's a great read, especially if you're from Cleveland. Ashley, I'm gonna pull my chair over here beside you. Because usually when I talk to you, it's across the, the, yes. de the desk at the station. This, um, this book, now for any of you that have never seen it or heard it, heard about it, Lake Erie Monsters. How did you get the inspiration to write that book? Um, I got inspired to write the book um, probably around 2015. I had always wanted to write a novel about Irish immigrants um, to Cleveland, especially down on Whiskey Island. I, I had heard the story of Whiskey Island when I was a, a kid. I actually heard about it through church. Um, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to write about my real family that immigrated from Ireland in the 1860s and then again in the 1880s, a different group. Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to use fictional characters that were just based on them or if I wanted to write about my real family members. And uh, after thinking about it for a long time, uh, I decided our real story was probably more interesting than any fiction that I could come up with. So I just went with that. Um, I was lucky enough to have a great uncle named Grover Masterson who wrote probably 17 or 18 of his own genealogy books. Um, you can still find them, I think, on microfilm um, through the Historical Society. He wrote about the history of St. Malachy. He wrote about our family. Um, it's, it's actually called the Chambers and Masterson family of Cleveland, Ohio. Now be careful, there's a lot of Chambers and Masterson around there's here. There's a lot, there's a lot of Chambers. You found that out, didn't you? Yeah, um, it's really hard to tell which, which branch of the Chambers family I come from. And if, if people ask me all the time, are you related to the people that started the funeral home? I'm actually not sure, just because there's so many people named Chambers. It was probably the most common Irish name besides Kilbane. Uh, what about what about the Masterson? Masterson uh, family. I remember when you were on my program the first time, we got a call from one of the Masters. Uh, I think it was from uh, Coal Oil Masterson's <laughs> granddaughter. Okay. And uh, she wanted to know if you were related to Coal Oil Masterson. I am not sure. The, the thing about the Masterson family is they all have nicknames. Uh, I know that you you lent me a book with all the various Irish nicknames. Yes, the did. Masterson list was very long. Uh, my, my whole family had nicknames. Uh, I'd, it was much easier for me to trace the Mastersons because um, uh, it was like a closer, or more recent ancestor. Uh, the, the great uncle who actually wrote the books was named Grover Masterson. So he uh, actually relied on a lot of family stories um, letters, pictures. I recently found a whole box of pictures of the characters from my book after the fact. Um, so it was, it was an interesting experience. So let me ask you this. 
How many family fights erupted after you wrote that first book? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we, didn't <laughs> we didn't have any family fights. A lot of my relatives have read it. They said it was very interesting. Um, they said that they knew some of the story. They knew that uh, my great-great-grandmother had owned a saloon in Cleveland, uh, but they didn't know all the details that I had found. They didn't even know this, this bar was still in operation, which is still in operation as Carney's in the Flats. It's off Carney's of West. the top of the flats. I know it was. Yeah. It's on Washington <laughs> Street, but it is right around, um, it's off of West 25th. That's right. That's right. Now, you didn't just stop when you wrote this book. You did another one about the Titanic. I did. Um, last spring, around the, it was the 110th anniversary of the Titanic sinking, I actually wrote a book about the Irish passengers on the Titanic, which is based on a true story. Uh, these are not people I'm related to, but I, I found it to be a fascinating story, and one that wasn't, um, really hasn't been told much because the two main characters were in third class. A lot of what we hear about the Titanic is focused on the first-class passengers who are famous and wealthy, the Astors, the uh, Guggenheim, um, the Strauss couple. That's who we saw in the movie. That's who's been the center of the stories told about the Titanic. But there are actually two third-class passengers um, from County Galway in Ireland. Uh, one was named Mary Mullen. The other was named uh, Dennis Lennon. Those were their English names, as I explained in the book, and actually decided to run away together uh, to America to get away from her family because she was very wealthy. He was not. He actually worked for the family. Great story. Yeah. Loved it. I read, Thank the, you. Book. I read the book two nights, which I usually don't do. It usually takes me <laughs> two years to read a book. So I read that one two nights, and I didn't fall asleep either. Yeah. But you know, funny thing about that, the Titanic, and you brought it out in the book, the, the, the guy that designed it or built it, he ended up living in County Galway, didn't he? Yes. Um, he was actually... Uh, he was on the ship. He was on the ship. His name is Bruce Ismay. You see him prominently in the movie. He's, uh, he's portrayed in both movies, uh, the 1997 movie that we all know, and A Night to Remember. He's portrayed as the villain. Um, who encouraged them to speed up even though they were heading into an ice field. Um, his name was uh, Bruce Ismay, and then he rescues himself uh, in, in one of the last lifeboats at the end with a bunch of third-class passengers. I had a more sympathetic view of him, uh, which I worked into my novel, which is called Many a Knot. Um, it's available on Amazon. I think it was more complicated than that. I think Oh, no, I, don't ha I actually don't have a copy of it with me. It's called Many a Knot. I wish I had brought it. Um, I'm actually out of copies. But I think the real story was more complicated than that, and that he was thrown under the bus as an uh, heir to the White Star Line. Um, when, as I also showed in my book, there were a lot more people who were villains that were on the ship besides him. Yes, there were. But listen, I, just for a second, I want to go back. I just thought of something I wanted to ask you. In um, Lake Erie Monsters, uh, Mark Hanna, who was a Cleveland multi-billionaire, yeah. very involved in politics, uh, you weave that into the story. Mark Hanna became close friends with your great-great-grandmother. Is that correct? Uh, Am I, I saying it right? I, I, I don't know if I'd call them friends, but 
Yes, she actually appears on the census as living with him as his a domestic servant, a maid. Um, so I can't say that it's, I can't say which parts are true and which aren't because he has living descendants who might not be very happy. Again, Mark Hanna was also a complicated figure. Um, he went on to become a Republican senator from Ohio. He was called the kingmaker of the Republican Party. Uh, he was largely responsible for William McKinley's uh, political career. And he is a central character in Lake Erie Monsters. As the main character's employer, she works for him as a maid, and she starts uncovering some of his dirty secrets. Those politicians, my God, they're all the same. Oh, all of my books are on Amazon. Uh, sometimes I have to order some more copies for uh, Casey's Irish Imports in Rocky River. I'm planning to bring some more up there. And, um, but probably the fastest way to get it is on Amazon. Uh, you can search under my name, which is Ashley Herzog. My last name is spelled H-E-R-Z-O-G. I know it is not an Irish name. No, <laughs> uh, the, books, the books you have written are what Legary Monsters is one that, that I have read. Many and Not is the other one about the Titanic. I read both of those, but I see you have a couple other books here. Are they I do. Um, I have a Christmas book called Little Christmas, which is based on an Irish Christmas tradition of women's Christmas. I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name of the holiday in Gaelic, but... Um, Let me see. Maybe I can figure it that out. Oh, I can hardly read it. My <laughs> eyesight. Oh, I can't even see it. No, like son of bitch. No, I know it. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's it. No, like son of it. Merry right. Christmas to you. Right, right. That's what it is. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. the name of the holiday. Yeah. But I u actually used pictures of my 11-year-old daughter to illustrate the book, and it's a fictional story uh, using some of the same characters from Lake Erie Monsters. Mm -hmm. um, you also write for, or you did, I don't know if you're writing for, uh, Townhall.com. I do. Um, I've written for them on and off for many years. We're going on 15, I think. I've written for them 15 or 16 years. Um, I I write about politics. It's gotten. It's become a very ugly business these days. But I try to, you know. It's much. It's much nicer to write about your relatives. It is. Well, <laughs> yeah. More fun. Right, yes. less arguing, but I will never give up on talking about politics either because I think there's a room for, for thoughtful and um, you know, uh, reasonable discussion where you can see what, where the other side is coming from but you still don't agree with it. Um, things have gotten very polarized. But you do, you do post some interesting stuff on Facebook from time to time, I notice. I uh, some people like it, some don't, which is normal on Facebook. Right. Uh, and once in a while you're controversial, once in a while, not too often, but once in a while. But yeah. then again, if you're in that business in journalism, you're going to be that one. We don't engage too much in the politics at all. Right. We, don't feel, we don't hear that much out around here either. The clubs, pretty much the Irish clubs, I will say that, they do stay out of the politics, and I think it's a good thing that they yeah. do. But you being a writer, you mo almost have to, especially if you write for townhall.com. Yes. What... Right? <laughs> um, What's your favorite newspaper to read? Um, I'm actually a fan of the Washington Examiner, which is relatively new. Um, I have started, I've been working on a series of articles for them right now. 
Um, I recommend it to anyone. Washington uh, Examiner. Do you like the Wall Street Journal? Um, yes, I, I do. I, I do. Like I get it every day. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, I hope your book, how are the books selling? Are they selling pretty? Um, yes, yeah, surprisingly, um, for a book that I um, wrote, edited, designed myself, uh, they've done very well. I've gotten a lot of support from the Cleveland area, and I'm very grateful for that. Very good. Yeah, we want to get that book out as much as we can. I think I, I think they're great books. I really I enjoy you. them. Yeah. Ashley, you're wonderful. Thank you, thank you. All right, it is what uh, usually at this time I'd be saying the time I have a clock in front of me. I don't. I have a watch that doesn't tell very good time, but it says five after eleven. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have a real special treat. We've got Al O'Leary is here. Al is 97 years old. He's still playing the accordion. He uh, and uh, he plays every week, every Thursday night. I think it's at the Plank Road Tavern in Lakewood. And I think the who's the harpist, Colleen? This joining him. See, she just wanders away on me. Who's the harpist? This with Al. Anyway, we'll go back to the. Our band has left me. The only one that hasn't left me is the studio, so we're going to go back, and we're going to play uh, number four on our list is My Heart's Tonight in Ireland by Pitch the Peat, and Pitch the Peat are here at the IA this weekend, actually. You can hear them. Here they are. Pitch the Peat. Sun was shining in the sky when Willie Clancy played his pipes. The tears ran in my eyes. Many years have passed and gone since the times that we had then. My heart's tonight in Ireland, a sweet county Clare. My heart tonight is far away across the Roman Sea, the sweet Milltown Abbey, that's where I long to be. So long ago and far away and nothing can compare My heart's tonight in Ireland, a sweet county Clare That night in Six Mile Bridge when the sounds of music flowed And when it came to closing time the lights were turned down low The sergeant from Kilkishen, he bought us all one more And when we left the pub that night the clock was striking four my heart's tonight is far away across the rolling sea The sweet Milton Abbey at where I long to be So long ago and far away and nothing can compare My heart's tonight in Ireland, the sweet County Clare rain came tumbling down Our hotel was a hay barn On the outskirts of town And we were sick and feverish And Rory had the flu But Bernard produced some powers And the sun came shining through My heart tonight is far away Across the rolling sea The sweet meltdown, Bobby That's where I long to be 
So long ago and far away, nothing can compare. My heart tonight in Ireland, a sweet county Clare. Lynchin' in his diamond, the scanner ran to key. But best of all was Milltown, where the music flowed free. Willie Clancy in the county Clare, remember in your debt. For the sights and sounds of yesteryear are shining memories yet. My heart tonight is far away across the rolling sea. The sweet Milltown Bobby, that's where I long to be. So long ago and far away and nothing can compare My heart's tonight in Ireland, the sweet county Clare My heart tonight is far away across the rolling sea The sweet Milton Marby, that's where I long to be So long ago and far away and nothing can compare My heart's tonight in Ireland, in the sweet county Clare in the days of Sweeney and the sweet county Clare. That, um, that music there is by Pitch the Pete. That's Pat Custy singing. I seem to know this lady, the harpist, <laughs> and Al O'Leary. Here they are. They're going to play some really nice music. Oh, and we've got a fiddle player, too. Ooh, who's this? Uh, my name's Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Yeah, I play at the, uh, at the Plank Road Tavern with Al. Hell, happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. 97, huh? Uh, not yet. A couple of more months. A couple of more months. Oh, you're almost. Yeah. Imagine that. 97 years old. Here he is. He's going to play the accordion. And, of course, this lady has been a guest on my program Tiffany Schaefer, one of the greatest harpists I have ever seen, met. Tiffany, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great having you with us this morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, you know, he, you can set some goals for yourself. Now, he's almost 97. You're going to be playing that harp when you're 97, right? Absolutely. Okay. What are you guys going to do for us? Pardon? What are you going to do for us? We're going to do a few marches, okay? Roger McCauley, uh, the Mount of Pomeroy, and uh, the Foggy Dew. Hit it.
Al O'Leary, is it Kevin, Kevin Hughes, and Tiffany Schaefer. Kevin is the fiddle player. Jack, Jack Hughes. I got, um, I want to say hello here to the president of this wonderful organization, John O'Brien. John, how many, how many years have you been president now? He doesn't want to answer that. Uh, 26 or 7. 26 years. And John, what we see here today has a lot to do with your leadership in this community. Or the Irish, especially on the west side of Cleveland. It's a wonderful club. In fact, I have a friend here today that's never been here before, and he said he hasn't seen anything like it, any place. And this fellow has traveled the world. Thank you, thank you, and again, uh, thank you for uh, coming out here. This isn't an easy uh, accomplishment to get every what's needed to bring your program out here again. We thank you, and also uh, thank you for the mention of our club through our, um, we've been 30 years uh, since we relocated is out it, here. Is it, 30, is it 30 years? Yes, more, 33, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and again, thank you for the notification, uh, Publicity throughout the years, we're grateful for that. And other than that, uh, again, as uh, Dan mentioned previously, the, the club is all about our 100% uh, volunteers. Uh, without them, we wouldn't be here. Uh, uh, every Tuesday, we have anywhere up to 20 volunteers who put this uh, club back together again after the weekend. And this Tuesday will probably be bigger because of this weekend. But uh, it's... Uh, it's important and we're, we're doing fine. We did, as again, as Dan mentioned, uh, showcased another aspect of our uh, culture is as important as music and dancing and the pipe bands as important as those are. Uh, there are uh, other aspects to our culture uh, and we did, uh, as I said, uh, showcase the um, murder uh, at the 25th anniversary of um, the uh, Good Friday Agreement, and the murder of uh, Michael Collins, the 100th anniversary. Hopefully we can enlarge upon that because as you're well aware yourself, there are many aspects to uh, our culture uh, and uh, hopefully through the years we'll try and uh, focus on those so that we can uh, spread the good word and uh, that's, uh, that's about all. But everything else has been, you've covered everything. There's not too much left, and that's, that's about all I can say. That's great, John. And one of the reasons we can do what we do is because our radio station, we're lucky to be able to work for Tim Vaughn. I think Tim is still in the building. Uh, he allows us to do this. A lot of radio stations would not allow people like me, especially nationality broadcasters, to do what we do, come out, because... Uh, we have to get sponsors for it. We have our regular sponsors every Sunday, but the sponsor of this program, the main sponsor, which is, you know, you can see it's costly, is the former ambassador, Ed Crawford. He's the one that called me up and he says, I'd like to sponsor the radio program at the Westside Irish American Club. Eddie, uh, the ambassador, couldn't be here today. He lives on the far east side of Cleveland, but I'm sure he's listening. And I want to thank him publicly for all he has done for the Irish community, but especially for uh, our organization. Here we are. We're going. 
Oh yeah, well, I want to talk about the Irish tenors for a minute. They are coming to Cleveland on the 24th of April and they're going to be performing at the uh, Connor Palace in downtown Cleveland. You'll be able to uh, get tickets by calling 216-241-6000. I hope I got that right, 241-6000. The three tenors, I've met two of them, I know them. Uh, they're going to do a wonderful show and they have really kept Irish music, that type of Irish music alive for the past 40 years. Ronan Tynan is a kind of a regular here in Cleveland at John O'Brien's festival. So the 24th of March at the Connor Palace, phone number 216-241-6000 for the tickets. Did I do that all right, Colleen? Yes. <laughs> God, God. All right, we're, um, what I want to do right, <coughs> right now, I want to give uh, Al here a rest. These guys, I want you to hear the banjo player especially, because he's a bluegrass banjo player. And if I could only get uh, Nellie Quinn and Mary Quinn to stop talking so much over me. <laughs> So, guys, hit it. <laughs> We're going to do, uh, you know, step outside of the, the traditional Irish or the typical Irish stuff, do an old Kingston Trio song called Charlie and the MTA. <laughs>
Excellent, excellent. Just wanted to let everyone know our good friends at PJ McIntyre's at Cam's Corner, West Park, great place to go for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, entertainment. They have all the St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day activities and the day after St. Patrick's Day activities. Don't forget about the fresh food, the dinner, the lunch, the breakfast, and the Bridgie Ned's Irish Party Parlor and that you could have events in, uh, confirmations, first communions, graduations, birthday presents. It's a great place for all of that. PJ McIntyre's. And PJ, um, uh, our good friend Patrick Campbell, win wanted to wish Bridgie, Ned, last week, congratulations. And you know there's a relation there, and so he's just so happy and proud to be uh, a part of everything in our Irish community. So thank you, PJ McIntyre's. Yes, indeed, and I want to welcome the president of the Cleveland Film Commission, he's here with his Bill Garvey and his wife Carol and his daughter Sarah, they're sitting right over there. He's the guy that makes sure all these big movies that you hear about, like, well, the biggest ones in the world are made here in Cleveland anymore. He's the man responsible well, it's for nice that. a real big night for Irish film. So if we're gonna be watching- Yeah, Bill uh, Johnson, yes, right. actually Bill Johnson is here, who is right, where is Bill? I'm going to talk to him in a minute. I'm going to talk to him in a minute. He knows a lot about the Irish movies, all the Irish movie industry. This man knows an awful lot about it. Um, we're going to do our commercials. We're going to take a break now. Back to the studio. Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech, proven path to proven results. When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at O'NeillHC. The best European-style pub is nearby at Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's Pub one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Route 303 in Valley City. Top of the morning. Western Reserve Group has proudly served Ohio for over 100 years. Their mission has been to provide families with quality insurance protection for their home, auto, business, and farm. For more information about Western Reserve Group, contact your local Western Reserve Group independent insurance agent or go to their website at www.wrg-ins.com 
to find an agent near you. Hello, everybody. We're back at the Westside Irish American Club in Olmstead Township. Um, you do know that uh, I run a trip to Ireland every year. And for these trips to be successful, you need a core group of people. We do have that. And they come, in fact, they were here last year. They come to support the program. And Dale King is one of the people that has kind of organized this little group through the years. And he's, I think it's about third or fourth, fifth trip to Ireland with this. So I wanted you to meet Dale, Dale King. Yeah, good morning, Jerry. How are you? Great to have you back with us. Yeah, I'm... I'm you got the whole crew here. Oh, we've got six of the eight that are coming with us directly in our group. They're with us today, uh, and I'm happy to have my sister and her husband with us, uh, Pat and Bob. That's their first trip to Ireland, so we're, we're looking forward to having a great time with them. And then Bill, Bill, and, Bill and Lynn Kurth. So this will be their fourth or fifth trip with us. Third? Okay, I'm wrong. And, uh, is that your wife, Debbie, over there? She retired, I heard. She was retired from the library. I love talking to people like that. They know everything. I know. Right? He says she tells him that every day. That is correct. She's always telling me what's going on. Anyway, I know the, I know the West Side Club has a trip going, going here also. I think it's sold out. Ours is sold out. And uh, I think the West Side IA is too. I'll have to ask Helen Malloy about that. But um, it's, it's because of great people like this, listeners to our program every week, that makes a difference and makes it, makes it successful. If you guys didn't listen to the program, we wouldn't have any sponsors, and the station would not keep us on. So again, thank you for all you do. You're new to the group. I'm, n I'm new to the group. Yeah, yeah they, well, I mean the traveling group. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're a brother-in-law, aren't you? Yes. That's Bob, Bob is it? Bob. Uh, Bob, welcome. <clears throat> you're going to be with us for the next 20 years, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and your wife? Hi, I'm Pat. <laughs> Pat. Debbie Taylor. Hello. <laughs> That's Debbie. Debbie King. And I, I, I got to say hello to Lynn. And I, I'm always afraid to let this guy loose with the microphone. <laughs> Bill, how you, how you doing? And be quick. Okay. <laughs> no, he always surprises me. Lynn, Lynn, how do you manage with all these wisecracks all day long? I block it out. Smart woman. She's hearing impaired, Jerry. Don't worry about it. She's okay. okay thanks. Thanks. Um, I, was, uh, I was told before I came to the program this morning by a certain Mrs. Quinn, don't come near me, she says, with the microphone. I don't think anybody has ever heard in the 40 years I've been on the air, 44 years, I don't think anybody has ever heard her. And she constantly, when I go home after the program, she puts that fake Irish accent on and talks. <laughs> criticizes the program, tells me everything I did wrong, but I've been married to her for 57 years, so I suppose she's a, she's a great, she's a wonderful person, and I don't know what I would have done without her all these years. Would you, would you say hello?
Hello, I came to see L. O'Leary. That's who I came to hear. Al O'Leary goes back 50, 60, 70 years with her family, and he's the godfather of Nellie's sister, Kathleen, right, Nellie? And I was at his wedding. How many years ago was that, Al? You're 97. That's got to be. Yeah, oh yeah, Celine, Celine is here. Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. And I want to say just a quick hello to Carol Garvey. How do you like it since your husband became president of the Film Commission? He's home a lot more. He is home a lot more, yes. I'm, I, I like that. And your daughter likes that too. How, right. how, how come the women like to have the men home a lot, but when the guys quit working and stay home all the time, they want to kick them out of the house? She wants me to travel more. <laughs> How are things going with the film commission? It's good. We have a lot of uh, really high-profile movies coming in this year. So a lot, lot that will be coming up that I can't talk about yet. There's some big movies coming. There are. Yes. Being made here in Cleveland. Correct. Yeah. Spending a lot of money, hiring a lot of people. Well, you, you want to make sure that the state of Ohio gives the tax breaks to the movie companies so they will create employment here and uh, produce the movies. Correct, that's what it's about, economic investment in Ohio. Economic investment in Cleveland. He told me, I told him I was going to talk to him and he says, don't ask me too much. I, I, he's going to be talking to me in a couple of months more about the film commission. What was that? What was that? I want to say hello to this lady, Who, what, what's your name? Hi, I'm Janice Conroy. Conroy. Conroy, yeah, yeah. and this is the a better half. And that's the banjo player. It's really good. good. You know, I love bluegrass music. I do. Uh, so I love it when you play the banjo. All right, where am I going? Hello. <laughs> now, this is the guy that whenever I have a, a trivia question on the radio, I say to Eddie Fitzpatrick, if it's Larry Young, you're going to hear from him because he seems to know everything. You, uh, we put a trivia question out, and Eddie will give me the signal. Got the answer. I said, don't tell me it's Larry Young. And it is. It always is Larry Young. So this is the great Larry Young. I don't know about a great, but anyway. <laughs> I just finished a book. It's called Guadalcanal. And it was really, uh, unfortunately, stirring. So that's about... I was going to say another thing about Chambers Funeral Home. Yeah. My father was buried from there, my mother, uh, her father too, uh, my one sister, Lois was with Danny Chambers at St. Patrick's West Park, my brother was with uh, the sister, I think Francine Chambers, and well, I'm from St. Patrick's West Park originally, and let's see, you know, I could be a, a spokesman for change. Chambers. You could indeed. You do, Larry, let me tell you, you do not want to be the guest of honor here. No, no, Larry, I say, Larry, I'm always good to see you. Thank you. Welcome. And Mrs. Young. Hello. Nice to see you all. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming out. It's good. Yeah, I got to go back up to Al O'Leary. I want to pay, I want him to play some more. Oh, yeah, where's Russ? Russ. Russ. Paul McHugh, my name is Jerry Quinn. What's yours? <laughs> Great to meet you. 
I've known this guy for about 70 years also. Well, not, not quite that long, but uh, the whole family. Paul has been around Cleveland riding his motorcycle. He was doing, he used to be the guard outside the Pride of Erden. Remember that years ago? <coughs> there was supposed to be no park, and then you couldn't get in after 2.30. There's the policeman that let everybody in and didn't give out any parking <laughs> tickets. And I like to say that I go to Mass every day, every Sunday at 9, so I can listen to your program at 10. Oh, thanks, thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say hello to Russ Davis. Russ Davis has never been here before, and I mentioned earlier about somebody that thought it was just a wonderful place. Russ, welcome to the West Side Irish American Club. You can join here, and you'll enjoy all the benefits of this wonderful organization. 26 acres, map of Ireland. If anyone says to you, the map of Ireland, what the Ireland look like, go out there in the field, and there's the map of Ireland. Well, it's nice being here to see you again, Jerry, and your dear friend, Rick Perello, and all his paisans wish you well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rick Perello is a writer that wrote the book about Danny Green. Remember Danny Green, any of you? Well, he wrote the book about Danny Green, knew an awful lot about the mob. Anyway, speaking of the mob, here's Al O'Leary and his, his group, Tiffany Schaefer, Jack Hughes, Al O'Leary. What are you going to do, Al?
Outstanding, outstanding. Al O'Leary, thank you. Al, wow. Um, what are you celebrating this year? Colleen, um, she has something to tell you about. Uh, well, I'll listening. be celebrating my 68th wedding anniversary. Okay. I'm the luckiest guy in the world because I got the most beautiful woman in the world. That's, that's right, Al. That's right. I just wanted to tell everybody again, uh, the, four, the tenors, classic Irish mu music, on Friday, March 24th, right, Jerry Quinn? And call Playhouse Square, the Irish tenors. 7.30 show, Friday. I'm going to let you do okay. the rest of the commercial now. The rest of the commercial, and you can call Playhouse <laughs> Square, 216-241-6000. That's right. <laughs> you got and it right. Also, I wanted to uh, thank our listeners in Ireland. We do have our friends in Ackle and County Mayo listening. Sean Gallagher and Fergus are over across the pond, and they are listening to the show. But we cannot wait to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the twinning of Ackle and Cleveland that's coming up in October. So we will be having an event here at the Westside IA and celebrating the weekend of our Mayo events. So we can't wait for that. But, Jerry, thank you so much. And do you have someone to talk to over there? Yes. Here's a long-time listener to my radio program. I think he's been listening to it for 40 years, Michael Lannan. Thanks, Jerry. Considering I'm only 20, 40 years has been a while now. <laughs> Seriously, it's been wonderful listening to your show all these years, and it gets better all the time. Thanks, Thanks Michael. Michael has helped me out a lot with music that I couldn't get. Michael is the one I go to. I call him up and say, Michael, can you get me this CD? Patrice Conway. Hello. Fine. Top of the day to everybody. Thank you for coming on the trips to Ireland with us. We love having you. I'm ready to go again. Thank you. That's right. That's, you're great. Great girl. Who's this? Hi, I am Sue Obloy, and I'm Italian. That's good. <laughs> and, my, and this is my granddaughter. Yeah, this is my granddaughter, Gloria. She wants to be Hi, Gloria. Hi, Mike. That's All right. Um, we have to... We're going back to, um, I want to say a quick uh, hello here to Bill Johnson. I was at a few movies with him this past week. I was at the Cedar Lee Theater. We saw The Quiet Girl at the Cedar Lee Theater. It's, I think it's still on there. And uh, then we saw last night at the Trelawn Social Club in Collinwood, we saw the uh, ascension of Mary Mulligan. Bill? We've got to stop meeting like this at these movies. I know. Um, I should say right offhand um, that I would invite everyone to go on Facebook and join one of our groups. Music Cleveland is the number one group where we do a lot of promotion and information on a whole bunch of things. But we also have Cinema Cleveland, exclamation point, and Celtic Cleveland, exclamation point. Um, I should uh, just clarify one thing from last week. We had a trivia question. A few people got the answer. Uh, they were entitled to free one-year memberships in Music Cleveland. Big deal, $10, right? Um, the trivia question was what uh, Irish actor has probably been in the top three or four films in his lifetime and is probably the greatest film actor of all time? The answer was Peter O'Toole. Well... A lot of people didn't realize that. Uh, I got into a debate, which is still ongoing, with Brian McManus of Maynooth University in Ireland. He uh, wrote a column for uh, Irish television, and he did not claim Peter O'Toole. 
and so I straightened him out. Peter was born in England, but his father was Irish and his mother was Scottish, and so they cannot claim him. I won't allow that. Um, the Quiet Girl, I highly recommend. It's not a long film. It's very moving. If you pay attention to every little nuance in the film, it's truly a piece of art. And we're hoping that it will uh, get recognition tonight in the Oscar presentation, along with uh, seven other nominations, including one that's going to be in the Cleveland Festival called An Irish Goodbye. So I hope you watch tonight and enjoy. Okay. I want to go over here. This lady, I love talking to her. She's a magician, Colette O'Lynn, and I want to tell you about her. If you want magic, magicians, here's the lady to call, Colette. Thank you very much, Jerry. I appreciate you always plugging my magic. We love listening to the show in the morning. This is my husband, Tim. Hello. It's his goal to be on your show, Jerry. He loves listening to you every morning. Thank you, Jerry. Just want to say happy uh, St. Patrick's Day to the Hibernians. Anyone that can create magic for kids is really exceptional because kids are magical in their own right, aren't they? They are. The kids, they, the kids bring the energy and the magic to the okay. show. How can people get a hold of you if they want a, a magic show? They can call me at 216-409-9252. All right, great. Anyway, we're going to get back to the band. I want to go back to the band, Mikhail and Shields. These guys are unbelievable. Just love them, love the whole band. If you see any of their shows anywhere, make sure you get to it. They have a six-piece band, and uh, here they are to do. What are you guys going to do? Oh, my favorite. And I know it's going to be in the show. I know, I know. But he could do it after the show. Great, great stuff here on the Irish show on, on WHK AM 1420. I want to just say thank you to a very special person this morning, my daughter Mary, Mary Ellen Quinn. Where is she? She vanished again. 
She does the same thing when she's working for me. <laughs> no, I couldn't do a lot of the things I do with the radio and the Mayo Society and all the other things we do without her help. Uh, so I just want her to know that I really do appreciate everything she does for me. All right, we're uh, wrapping it up here now. It's uh, 10 minutes to. That means coming up at the top of the hour, you're going to hear Tom Kelly. Uh, Tom ruffles the feathers of lots of people in Cleveland when he comes on sometimes, but that's what he likes to do. So make sure you stay with Tom until 2 o'clock today. Uh, you guys want to play us out a bit? Well, we're going to have some carry music, okay? We're going to have some carry music for Nellie Quinn. No, <laughs> she loved that. Well, folks, we've got to close out the Irish program today here on WHK AM 1420. Our program is brought to you by Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Valley City, Chambers Funeral Home, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, PJ McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Vince's Barbershop, the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of these good folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at whkradio.com. Tom Kelly is up next, so make sure you stay with Tom until two o'clock today. I'll leave you from the West Side Irish American Club at 8559 Jennings Road in North Olmsted. By the way, the uh, McHale and Shields will be playing on until three o'clock today, right here in the main hall. So come on out to the Irish Westside Irish American Club in Homestead Township. I leave you with the immortal words of John Locke when he wrote, Oh, Ireland isn't a grand you look like a bride in a rich adorning. And with all the pent-up love in my heart, I bid you the top of the morning. I'm Jerry Quinn. Good day.